0: This is a podcast by The Straits Times. Hi, I'm Olivia Quay. Welcome to The Straits Times' Big Story podcast, where we analyze key issues with our journalists and guest experts. After three rounds of closures in the last 18 months, the F&B industry is, quote, at the point of decimation. That's according to the Singapore Nightlife Business Association, a Singapore Cocktail Bar Association and the Hashtag SafeFNBSG Restaurant Coalition. They penned a joint letter to the COVID-19 Task Force. In it, these organisations are calling for four main changes, including a reconsideration of restrictions on recorded background music in venues, which was allowed in phases two and three last year. Also, the sale of alcohol until midnight instead of the current 10.30pm limit. They're also asking to bring forward payouts from the Rental Support Scheme and Job Support Scheme, scheduled for October and December respectively, and for principal bridging loan repayments to be deferred to June next year. Lastly, they want a collaborative approach to safe management measures and a demerit point system to track non-compliance. Vice President of the Singapore Nightlife Business Association, Nason Thea Garajan, joins me now. So, Nason, the letter said that a survey of about 640 F&B businesses, 80% of them have suffered negative revenue impact of 75% or more between May and July alone. Aside from saving these businesses, Nason, why do you think it's an apt time to call for further easing?
1: Yes, sir. Olivia, out of these uh, 640 establishments uh, that basically took the survey, they actually own and operate 1,941 outlets island-wide. And and that's some 24,000 jobs, uh, you know, and and Singaporean jobs as well. So it's uh, timely that we address certain issues. I think what the ground is asking for and the associations coming together is for the government to... Assist us to ease off certain restrictions so that they can find their own financial independence. I think that's very important. Uh, grants are there to help. However, this year it's not as strong or as high as last year. And what everyone is asking for, the businesses are asking for is financial independence. And, and with this, they have multiple loans uh, that have hit some $1.5 million uh, for each establishment, establishment. some as high as 2 to $3 million as well. So with some easing of measures uh, would come incremental revenue and, and that would help their business and, and save jobs and also assist the F&B ecosystem. You've got suppliers, you've got landlords, you've got rentals to pay. And we've seen two lockdowns or basically two no-dine-ins this year and a couple of weeks of only two packs uh, dining in. So things has been really, really tough uh, on the F&B front for, for all these businesses.
0: Yes, I see, of course. Well, one thing that stands out in the letter is uh, your call to extend the sale of alcohol to midnight instead of 10.30pm currently. What's the feedback that you're getting from your members and customers about that?
1: Yeah, so basically on the uh, survey itself, we've got some high numbers, some as high as 70% that says that their revenue incremental they're looking at uh, comparing pre-COVID to today would rise or climb by as high as 20 to 30%. Now in F&B context, a climb in revenue of 20 to 30% uh, definitely means uh, a good break-even point. It can even give you a little bit of profit. And, and what, what you do with the profit is you channel it to the loans that are outstanding there. So we're going to take a few years to pay down these loans. So it's critical to move to that timing And it's also critical to note that dining starts or or customers start streaming in for dinner, say, 7, 7.30. You do not get a two-seat turn. And and that's what the F&B businesses are hurting and that's where they are hurting. Mm. And with this extension and easing of timing, you will get the two turns. And and we're talking about F&B dining and drinking. So it's two turns and you'll get a much higher incremental revenue as the survey says, 20-30%. And that would definitely go a long way uh, in easing off the, the financial burdens of these F&B businesses that, that they face today.
0: Right. Well, of course, you know, there is the the risk to public health in pushing for more easing. So say recorded background music is allowed and alcohol can be consumed until midnight. Nathan, how do you plan to ensure that, you know, your members abide by the rules? I think
1: let me just address uh, the issue on the recorded music Uh Currently, what we see now with uh, no music, we have recorded music, uh, mm. which is background music while we dined in last year. And this year, it's been taken uh, away. Now, what's happening uh, in the restaurants now is, you know, you hear conversations going on side by side with strangers. Some speak louder than the others. So the ambience, ambience and the comfort level is, it, is not there. So the background music does help uh, ease the tension make the place more relaxing, uh, helps the customer enjoy their dinner uh, in that sense. Now, with liquor as well uh, and music uh, together, now what we will do as an association is to tell our members, and not only our members, but the F&B industry-wide as well, uh, you know, to follow the SMMs and to work closely with the authorities to 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 manage this. Now, there will always be, one or two bad apples in the basket. And and that happens in in every context and in every industry. And I guess our plea here or or the voices from the ground is to help the good guys, which is the super majority, not even majority, but super majority to help us gain financial independence. And when you look at an F&D setting, all our staff are going through mandatory FET testing every 14 days. Uh, So they are tested. Now, Dynit is only allowed for consumers with uh, full vaccination certificates, and the national rate and and our journey to to or the roadway to endemic uh, status, it's it's quite healthy. And I believe, if, if my stats are correct, in four weeks, you know, we will see uh, our national average reach a, a high uh, or close to eighty percent. So so with all this and the fact that FMD establishments have a entry point, exit point, and have been managing and and been doing SMMS and and uh, controlling uh, what goes on in the establishments for about a year and a half now. That was an SBH podcast by The Straits Times. Find us on Spotify, Apple, or Google Podcasts or streaming on Google Home. Do feedback to us at podcast podcastsbh.com.sg.